0: Oh hey, this is just a short little announcement to bring your attention to the fact that we've updated the D-Geeks ranking board. We did have a full hour and a half recorded of us debating over which cartoon is better and all that, but in the long run that ended up being largely unusable, partly due to the fact that we changed up our method of figuring everything out about halfway through. Well, that and it was incredibly tedious to both record and listen to. So, yeah, that's why we both sound knackered during this episode, and also why we referenced said realisting episode, which now doesn't actually exist. If you go to our website, most click podcasts, and then click through to DGeeks, there's a link in the middle of the description that'll take you directly to the ranking board. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode as we talk about Captain N the Game Master. <laughs> Hello. Yes, we are the Deep Geeks. I'm Mark. Where the fuck do you get that energy from? <laughs> it's, it's 11 p.m. How do you, how do you keep that up? <laughs> it's just a switch
1: I go into radio mode the moment I start okay. an episode, and then it just kind of collapses
0: <laughs> over time. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite Alan Partridge.
1: But yes, this is Avery. Hello. I'm uh, sleepy. As I said, we are the Deek Geeks, uh, and in this podcast, we, we are recording far too late. Each and every episode, we look back at the Deek catalogue, I guess. I'm not really sure how to word this. We should probably have...
0: Uh, the way that I've been advertising it to people is basically just us two dorks are pretty much going on a quest to watch and review every single thing that Deek Entertainment have made. And yeah, that's pretty accurate i'd say We take a sampling of each
1: thing and then watch it and then feel uh, terrible
0: take, take, right, a bit of viewer listener interaction here right go to wikipedia go to list of deke productions you see all of those we're going to be doing at least like 90 percent of those the other 10 percent are either lost or foreign language or we didn't have enough deke involvement
1: uh, or we're um uh, packages just the live-action little bits around yeah, repackaged the programming cartoons. Blocks. Yeah. We, um, we we we. I mean, there's no point in those
0: Yeah. If this is your first episode, then no, go back. Go back to a better episode in season one. This is not a good episode for you to start on. I'm this is a perfectly good episode to start on. I'm... You're just a little loopy, and I'm oh, a
1: little snoozy teapot short <laughs> and stout.
0: You're um, also loopy. then <laughs> Afraid so. Okay,
1: we're not used to we're not used to recording two podcasts in one day, folks.
0: Yeah, um, if you listen to the uh, fucking reordering episode, the reflections episode, the retrospective—that's the word.
1: Why are you still here? Well,
0: yeah, if you listen to that, <laughs> why are you still here? That was here? a car crash. Yeah, but also we recorded that earlier today, and now there's this episode. And but we're a bit in the interim. Sleepy, but... In
1: the interim. We have been watching Captain N...
0: The Game Master. The Game Master. To be honest, our moods are perfectly suited to what we have witnessed today.
1: Well, uh, to be honest, approaching this with a sound, logical mind would not be a good approach.
0: Put it this way, the Fun wiki page for this show... Frequently, on every page dedicated to an episode has a long list of animation errors and flaws and logic problems to do with the show.
1: Often longer than the rest of the
0: page. Yeah, the fans themselves of the show can't even believe believe how like illogical and terribly made this show is. Uh, and it's kind of good for that reason. But... but
1: we are getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, okay. First you, things first. You need to
0: read out a long page of information. Here we go, it's the what? history No, bit. no, no. No, it's Purse. no. Okay, do you want me to advance ahead a bit? Okay, here we go. It's the part where we go, do you remember this from your childhood? I answer, no. Unless it's a cartoon from the late 90s and early 2000s, in which case I say, probably. Mark probably goes, yes or no, depending on how he's feeling that day. Okay, what do you remember about... No. Mega Man? No. Castlevania? No. Um, I didn't have an NES. I was a PS1 kid. Kid Icarus. No. I was a PS1 kid. I'm sorry. And
1: I was an Amiga kid. Yeah, so so that's good. We are not the best sampling for this. I mean,
0: I've since played those games. They're okay, I guess. I haven't played Kid Icarus, actually. The one game series that I've never touched in my life is Kid Icarus. It's okay. Yeah, I should probably go and check it out. Um, Mega Man isn't very good, sorry. Uh, (laughs) Castlevania is pretty cool, though. I like a bit of Castlevania. Yeah, Castlevania is quite cool. It's classic, like, scrolly... It's whippy type one um, I remember playing the WiiWare Remake of the first game and that was pretty damn good So there's Where that What are the other ones? Uh, Metroid? Um, I haven't played Well no, so I have played a bit of that And I couldn't really get past the first bits I didn't really get into it uh, so, Punch Out? Uh, Nope All the- I know is that it's pretty hard later on what about dogs? Do you like dogs? Dogs are pretty good. Dogs are pretty good. Yeah, I like dogs. How about uh, random white boy- boys who are named Kevin? Do you like random white boys who are named Kevin? I've that ne- gets sucked through TV and turned into I've a weird. I've
1: never come across a random white boy called <laughs> Kevin I liked.
0: Ah, that's a shame. Because uh, you're about to meet one in today's show.
1: Ah, dear. dear this is dear. already a car
0: <laughs> crash. Come on, get on with the history. This is not a good episode already. <laughs> In
1: 1988, the Australian artist Phil Barlow was working on a pitch for a video game themed cartoon series. Titled Buddy Boy, it would have starred Buddy as a paperboy from the real world who finds himself partnered up with Mega Man and Kid Icarus in a wacky video game adventure. Meanwhile in Nintendo Power Magazine, staff writer and editor Randy Studdard was writing prose. His two part story? Captain Nintendo featured Max Powers who, in a freak microchip explosion, became the superhero Captain Nintendo. Unfortunately, the same explosion unleashes Metroid's mother brain and Legend and Zelda's Ganon into the real world and Max was teamed up with Link to defeat them. Studdard presented Nintendo with a formal proposal that offered the character as a company spokesperson with a Saturday morning cartoon as part of the marketing campaign. Less than a year later, Deke released Captain N the Game Master on NBC. Kevin Keane, a human teenager, is transported into the video game world, Videoland, to become the legendary hero Captain N and fight Mother Brain and her minions. Despite sharing elements with both of their concepts, neither Raynis nor Studdard were in any way credited on the Deke series. The show featured character setting and music for a wide range of NES games, including many from third party publishers. Curiously absent, however, were the Mario Brothers, who had their own TV show at the time. See Episode 4 The Super Mario Brothers Super Show. The show lasted for three seasons until NBC pulled out of the Saturday morning cartoon market. Its time slot was filled by a local news program. So, as ever, we watched a handful of episodes of Captain and the Game Master, starting with the pilot, and then just a bunch of random episodes. Two
0: episodes from season one and two episodes from season two. Yes. Yeah. Um.
1: So, the first one, which is...
0: Kevin in Videoland. Kevin
1: in Videoland. Um, in this episode, the... The, the uh, palace in Videoland is being sieged by the uh, minions of Mother Brain uh, which incl- Mother Brain is of course from Metroid, but in this um,
0: she's basically just Audrey 2 um, Literally, as in voiced same by voice actor. the same person who voiced Audrey 2 yeah. It won't be long before I beautiful goddess that I am become queen of Video Land I- uh, but she's this grotesque brain in a jar thing uh, Kind of closer to uh, I think it was Samantha from Doctor Who the, uh,
1: uh, Oh yes
0: piece of skin just stretched out of a frame and Was it Samantha? Meisterize me Pretty sure it was Samantha
1: Could be, anyway uh,
0: But yeah, kind of appearance closer to that Just a big face Yeah um, And it's really fucking disgusting Um but yeah, her She's... minions are inexplicably Eggplant Wizard from Kid Icarus and King Kippo from Punch-Out! Who is, weirdly, Cyan.
1: Yes. We're not quite
0: sure why he's And drawn in a different
1: style to the rest of the show. Yeah. Uh, very specifically, uh, those character designs are from the Buddy Boy pitch, mm. whereas everything else was drawn by the replacement artist.
0: Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of the First thing that's gonna really hit you the hardest, just the fact that these characters which are meant to be the Nintendo licensed characters look absolutely fucking nothing like they're supposed to. Except
1: for King Hippo and Digplan Wizard.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because they much. were from a previous pitch. Yeah, yeah. That well then... I
1: suppose um uh Kid Icarus sick, uh yeah. sort of looks like kid icarus should luke he's He's a a
0: bit too cupid he's a bit too cupid he's a bit too anime and i don't believe that Pitt has red hair he has brown hair uh
1: possibly yeah uh yeah either way uh we're getting ahead of ourselves because we haven't introduced the heroes kevin
0: and dog yeah um (laughs) also known as duke
1: Basically, the heroes are just standing around in the castle, and they are the most useless bunch of heroes. There's the Princess of Videoland,
0: who is just a random character. Yeah, the, she's the an original, original. character. Uh, then we have Mega Man, who doesn't look a single fucking thing like Mega Man. Okay, right, look. Do you know how people often deride the first Mega Man game's box art, because it looks like barely anything like how Mega Man should look? That's nothing. That is completely yeah. fine and perfect compared that one to is... the um, atrocity that is Mega Man and Captain N.
1: Yeah, uh, the Mega Man box is on model compared to Green Squat uh, Mega Man.
0: With the most like awful fucking voice. It's so grating. It's,
1: yeah, I mean, it's
0: hard to... <laughs> it's kind of like this. But more high-pitched, yeah.
1: It starts high-pitched and then kind of goes down gradually. Yeah, it's Imagine... Imagine if a toad from Mario Brothers was a chain smoker,
0: <laughs> and you've probably—that's a fucking great description. You, you've got.
1: probably got the uh, the the Tombra that they eventually settle on.
0: Simon was right. My sensors detect no warp zones in this area. Oh bless. There's a quote-unquote Kid Icarus, yeah, who is meant to be Pit, but is called Kid Icarus.
1: Because nobody did any
0: research. Yeah. Um, um,
1: did I mention that when the original pitch was done, the Buddy Boy pitch, uh, the artist had 24 hours to play the games.
0: Mm, all the games. Mm,
1: all the Nintendo
0: games. Mm. <laughs> and finally we have Simon Belmont from Castlevania. Yeah, except this one's the most baffling. Yeah, except he's not really Simon belmont at all. He is... Your generic action hero who is completely full of himself. I mean, Mega Man looks a bit like Mega Man. Sort of. They got the squatness right because it's Mega no, Ma- no, he's Mega too Man- squat. Well, no, because Mega Man looks about that size in the games. Yes, but he's it's it's more based off how he looks in the games. Here's than the thing, else, but it's in, Even in the games, inaccurate.
1: Mega Man is has child proportions, mm. whereas this is more. <sighs> it's just squashed. Squashed pure person.
0: Just take an image of Mega Man and just kind of resize it down. Vertically. Yeah, yeah. Mm.
1: This is a bad sprite comic, Mega Man.
0: Yeah,
1: bad sprite, bad sprite comic, Mega Man recolor.
0: But not Mega Man sprite comic because yeah. that's something different. Mega Man sprite comic is well, we'll let you Google that one. That one's that one's more interesting. It, everyone is screaming and that it's weird. Uh, but um, Simon Belmont.
1: It seems as if uh, they. Heard that he uses a whip and thought, right, then he must be like Indiana Jones, a 1930s adventurer hero. Yeah. Because he's wearing kind of a 1930s airman jacket.
0: And he's very vain, constantly looking in himself in the mirror, constantly thinking himself as the best person around. And He's also orange. Yeah, he's very tanned. I'm I not mean, sure We're why. talking...
1: I mean, the level of orange changes from... Not even just scene to scene, but shot to shot. Yeah. They never chroma this.
0: To be fair, the colours of the characters seem to just change so slightly between episodes. I mean, if it's by the same animation studio. To be honest,
1: I assume they're reusing animation in every. Well, yes,
0: obviously, but it's weird because the colours change. The colours change between. We watched episodes one and two of season one, and a couple of the characters had changed to a different shade of their normal colour. And it's apparently by the same animation studio as well, which is bizarre. Yeah. It's... I have to say,
1: this is one of the cheapest-looking Deke things we've seen.
0: Yes, for sure. You
1: can you can tell that the money went into Mario rather than this. And there wasn't much money because Deke were paid, paying for the licenses rather than the other way around.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, God. So, yeah, they're all sitting around in the castle and... They're basically like, oh, the video land is insane. Yeah, oh, yeah, brain is we've destroying given up. them, please. Yeah, we need to create the ultimate warp. Yeah, no no. no, no, oh, sorry. a random power glove
1: sitting yeah,
0: on Pegasus says, The legend of video land foretells
1: of a young warrior from another land who shall warp into our world and lead you
0: to victory. He is Captain N, the game master. Behold. The
1: ultimate warp zone! And then just warps this live action dude out of his bedroom with his dog. Yeah. Through the television. Yeah. Uh, for, who, for some reason, turns into a weird green CGI person yes. as he tumbles
0: through. Yeah, I don't know why he's just inexplicably a 3D CGI guy as he goes through the TV and then he comes out as a flat animated. I mean, I assume they were trying to catch
1: kind of a halfway between human and halfway between cartoon.
0: Completely fails. Yeah,
1: there's no wonder they cut that out by season two's intros. And replaced it with him tumbling through just a corridor of circuitry. It's... So we are introduced to Kevin, who is just... Kevin. Kevin. (laughs) Yeah. Generic
0: white boy number two. Yeah, he's just... Wait, where's number one? Okay, never mind. Human protagonist. Generic white boy.
1: And then they just go on an adventure. The princess is captured and they get it back. And that's the episode.
0: Yep, well, thank you very much for listening. That's the end of this episode. Um... Yeah, um, <laughs> that's, that's that's. I mean, they go through I a few mean, video game worlds. Yeah, that's that. Right. Yes. Now then, this is the weird fucking part about Captain N, because we have video land, not video game land, but just video land. Video land, which makes no sense. But that's not the thing that makes like that. That makes sense compared to the other thing about video land, which is that there are multiple quote unquote warp zones. Within the area, and all of the games, all of the, the areas that the various Nintendo games take place in, are somehow interconnected in Video Land, which makes no fucking sense. Well, it's kind of like uh, Wreck-it Ralph, except with not no, Wreck-it Ralph, except yeah. with
1: no logic behind it, because Wreck-it Ralph, they were traveling through the power cords.
0: So not Wreck-it Ralph. <laughs> Great. Um, in that case, it's kind of like Smash Brothers. Yeah, it's it's a pro. Smash Bros. Except it's there, not. Okay, if we're talking about logical inconsistencies, what about Kevin's powers? Oh, you mean his fucking quote-unquote power pads? Which yeah. Which is actually just the NES controller.
1: Okay, so you, you know those belt buckles that you can get in that chitty store um, hot topic with the Funko Pops? Um, it's that, but when he presses buttons on it, things happen. I mean... Um I yeah yeah and it's not particularly consistent what happens I mean he stops time a couple of times in the first episode and the effects of the time stop are different both times Sorry the... three times in one episode and they're different every time
0: The thing that bothered me the most about him just using the NES pad for powers was it was mentioned very briefly at the start of the episode when he finally gets his video land. And then he doesn't use it until it's very convenient. And he in ex- like he just instantly he just knows how to use it. He just smashes one of the buttons and he goes, wow, it works. There's
1: more focus on the blaster, which of course was designed... Zapper.
0: Sorry, the zapper. Which was designed was to it not... The... Is was this the a... blaster the master system one? I believe so. <laughs> this is probably a <laughs> thing. the thing. The NES zapper, mate.
1: Okay, the Zapper,
0: um, which
1: was designed to not be like a gun. So the moment yeah. that it gets into video land, he shoots at something
0: and it blows up. Yeah, it it, it shoots a laser, which is... Yeah. How did Nintendo think that was okay? They I mean, spe- it's they, okay. They for- exerted effort to make it not look a, like a gun, and then the first time it gets used in a cartoon that is like Nintendo licensed, they go, let's make it a gun. It's
1: explicitly dangerous. Yeah. Well done. Great job! So anyway, the various worlds are connected by warp zones, which are just warp pipes. They don't know what a warp zone is. (laughs) They don't really know much of what
0: anything is, to be honest. Um, It's almost as if this entire thing was made with only the Vegas concepts and ideas of Nintendo products that they just kind of ran with. So, the second episode if we just... Oh, we're scooching along already. Well, we've already described
1: what happens in the first episode because nothing else happens. The princess is kidnapped and they follow her and capture her back. And Mother Brain is defeated but they don't permanently defeat her because it would be too dangerous to finish her off. But then you've got the second episode, which is about bio Billy. Bayo Billy. Bayo
0: Billy. Bayo Billy. Billy. The Adventures of Bayo Billy on NES now. Who published that? Um. Yes. Fair enough. <laughs> no one cares. Published it's by the band Bayou yes. Bayou Billy.
1: Regardless, it's shown as being Pitfall in the introduction. Bayo Billy is a beat em up with a f- rail shooter segment.
0: That's, uh, yeah, well, I mean, you couldn't really translate that into a cartoon. I mean, you could, but it would be a very violent cartoon and no one would like it. So you have to change it a bit. Well, then why even show the game in the first place? They ran out of ideas on episode <laughs> two. Oh, dear, dear,
1: dear. Um, so in that episode, Kevin's dog runs into Bayo Billy's world... They fetch him back. They follow him. to his t- teaches him how to be a tracker. That's pretty much everything that happens.
0: <laughs> Real short descriptions on this one. Well, they're really... We're, we're very much mailing it in on this episode. Luke, huh?
1: there is nothing that goes on in these.
0: Yeah, okay, that's fair. It is just mild antics with the villains. Mild antics with the villains interspersed with, Oh, God, this character sounds horrible. Or, Oh, God, this character looks terrible.
1: And occasionally, uh, vegetables go everywhere.
0: Well, yeah, that's just. Eggplant this is the Wizard best things.
1: aspect of Eggplant Wizard. Anything... No, the
0: best aspect of Eggplant Wizard is that he's the fucking Eggplant Wizard. Well, let's that's face true. it, the like, Eggplant, Eggplant Wizard
1: is the best character. The
0: in this. Eggplant Wizard is just very good. It's just a very good character in general.
1: I mean, as as comic, um, as the comedy villain mooks go, Eggplant Wizard is incredibly fun.
0: He's nothing like he is in the game. No. I mean, if he was, then the series would be incredibly short because then he would just turn everyone who turns against Mother Brain into a fucking eggplant, and there we go. Yeah. Job done. That would be a lot easier.
1: But instead, (laughs) um, every time something bumps into him or he bumps into something or he needs a projectile of any kind, vegetables everywhere.
0: To be fair, I don't think it's the same eggplant wizard as in the games, though. Because, I mean, for one thing, his head's a different shape. Oh, come uh, on. In, in the, Nobody in the, is
1: on model in this. In,
0: in Kid Icarus games, he's just got a round, orbular head. He's <laughs> a shiny, shiny, bold eggplanty man. And in uh, Captain N, he's closer to what essentially seems like an anthropomorphic eggplant. Yeah, and he throws vegetables everywhere every time anything happens to him, and he also eats vegetables, which, if my guess on him being an anthropomorphic eggplant is correct, is somewhat horrifying. Yeah, I guess. But pretty much, he's the best character and the only one worth anything in this. <laughs> I mean, obviously, he's shout the most developed outs, character. Yeah, I mean, shoutouts to uh, getting the voice actor behind uh, Audrey too as Mother Brain, but it's kind of. Pointless when Mother Brain doesn't really do anything. Just scream occasionally. Yeah. That's pretty much something. I mean, I mean they that's pretty much what Audrey Two did as well, but I mean Audrey Two was a bit more involved because Audrey Two wasn't trapped in a big glass case. Uh
1: what happened in the Next one we saw. We watched uh, Season 2, Episode 1, Game Boy, in which to advertise the Game Boy... In which... In which to advertise the Game Boy, a fourth comic sidekick was added to this show. How many comedy sidekicks can you put in one series?
0: This is the episode at which the show goes from bad to hell because you get Game Boy the character who is a Game Boy and he sounds basically incoherent
1: I am called Game Boy I am programmed to play games It's Frank Welker doing possibly the
0: most annoying robot voice I have ever heard It's the most generic robot voice, and it's the most incomprehensible robot voice, and it's very, very annoying, as you're right. You want to guess what happens to Game Boy? (sighs) He fucking dies. Well, no, not quite. He He gets kidnapped by the enemies, (laughs) and everyone goes on an adventure to save him. (laughs) Well, not just that, but then he gets upgraded by Dr. Wily, who is there. Yeah, Dr. Wily's in this, I don't know why. Uh,
1: Yeah, Dr. Wily is a third mook yeah, but I but mean, it only appears when necessary. He comes
0: in and he turns Game Boy into an evil man, which somehow makes Game Boy taller and have a great big puffy chest. It's a big strong Game Boy, it's a strong boy. But I mean, this episode is so very clearly just like a half-assed advertisement for the Game Boy.
1: I... <laughs> yes, Game Boy, the most powerful computer in Video Land.
0: It's like the first line that's mentioned about I mean, it Once it's I mean, no one pointing is, out that the brain is a computer here? Not really Mother brain is most definitely a computer No, it's a brain in a jar with a face uh,
1: with Yeah With on life support
0: That's pretty much Life support isn't a computer That's
1: pretty much the level of uh, research that these guys did, isn't it? Yeah,
0: that is the, the first line that is uttered The first question that's uttered as soon as Game Boy is mentioned is What's a Game Boy? <laughs> huh? What's a Game Boy? Which is just like, ah, this is going to be one of those episodes, huh? Yeah. So I have like initial reactions to Game Boy. As soon as he started speaking, my initial reaction was just to go, oh. Very loud and very long. Because I was just pained by the existence of him because it was going to be one of those episodes and one of those characters who probably doesn't shut up and is
1: As I said fourth comic sidekick <sighs> just what we needed.
0: Reaction number two. Why the fuck does Game Boy have arms sometimes?
1: Hold well on as an aside to this being the fourth comic uh, sidekick this would make him the third comic sidekick with some sort of sp- Beach pattern issue. Yeah, that's true. Because Mega Man adds the word mega to occasional words.
0: Hey, it's a mega satellite! Kid Icarus. And Kid
1: Icarus adds Icus at the end of just the end of sentences. Yeah. Poor princess, she's very much obseticus!
0: Which is actually even acknowledged by one of the characters. It's not funny. Yeah.
1: This is what passes for humour from this team.
0: Uh, but yeah, I mean Game Boy. The character, Mega Wow. The, the Game Boy is a oversized Game Boy, and it, literally just a, an actual, just giant Game Boy. Some which has a face when it's on and when it's talking. It's a
1: really ugly character design. Yeah, as
0: Yeah. Well. Uh, somehow it can turn itself off and stuff. And inexplicably, it just randomly decides to have arms sometimes, and I'm not sure why, and it's slightly creepy.
1: I mean, considering this is the studio that did inspect a gadget, you would have thought they could come up with a more interesting way to use the Game Boy, kind of mechanically. Yeah. Also, I was surprised Game Boy wasn't smaller, because Game Boy is most of the size of a human in this.
0: Yeah, that's the other creepy part about this. I mean, I was expecting something like uh, BMO. Yeah,
1: from uh, Adventure Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is an anthropomorphic Game Boy? done... that's,
0: that's yeah, that's a Game Boy done right. Done right. But I mean, mm. um, oh, also later on, uh, as soon as Game Boy arrives, he's like, "Oh, I'm built for play" and stuff like that, and he causes havoc. And it was like the most generic babysitting type yeah. scenario. But they just inexplicably enter a different game world, and it's Burger Time world, and surprisingly for a show that has a track record for getting things generally inaccurate burger time world was actually pretty much spot on it, <laughs> it, it acted exactly how burger time should, and but, i honestly kind of
1: likes that to be fair you can probably do do very minimal uh research into burger time and it will I mean, function like yeah, Burger Time. you just
0: need to know the basic gameplay mechanics because it's an old arcade game. And I as a big fan of Burger Time, I appreciated the accuracy there. So that's one point to them. Okay. Just the one. So this fourth episode we watched, uh, The Trouble with Tetris. The Trouble with Tetris. We're in the enter the Tetris world, which is it was an interesting adaptation to say the least, considering what Tetris is. They took a bit too much liberty with it, though, I feel, because it ended up being nothing to do with actual Tetris.
1: To be fair, it ended with the most important thing, which was Tetris blocks falling everywhere.
0: Did that happen? Yeah. Oh, The city
1: was on the verge of collapse, so there were Tetris blocks falling down from the sky.
0: Oh, okay. Well, there's that. So obviously Two they, points.
1: obviously <laughs> they 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 uh they established that as being the crux of the episode and worked backwards and it ended up as a very weird thing. So unlike the uh, other situations where they it just ends up someone venturing off and them having to rescue them uh they all end up in Accidentally crashing into Tetris City. Tetris
0: Land, I guess. It's the t- I think it was Tetris City. Because uh, it sure? had a mare. Whatever. I mean, look, I mean, it's like... <sighs> Tetris Land, as I've gotten here. This world is entirely square and it's inhabited by... People who are square, which basically they basically just look like uh, very early 90s 3D, really.
1: I want my MTV. Yeah,
0: basically. Yeah, or, yeah everyone's um, super polygonical. Or if you uh, ever seen the excellent Adult Swim show Xavier Renegade Angel, the scene in which the, um, the rednecks put the computers into the water supply and turns everyone into glitchy 3D CGI people like that. It's a good show. Um, okay. But yeah, there's it's basically that. And in addition to that, it's like everyone has what's well, essentially like a Smurfs speech pattern wherein they just randomly replace or insert the word Smurf into uh, other things, but here it's the word square.
1: Yeah. And the a lot of the rest of the things is just block puns.
0: Oh yes. Um But anyway... Quote from the princess real quick. Uh Uh-huh. My mother used to tell me stories about Tetris when I was younger. What does that mean? fuck does that mean? Well, the... How did you tell stories about Tetris? Now, little princess, (laughs) here's the story of how I got 400 lines and totally wrecked this white dude in front of me. Like, what the fuck? I... uh...
1: I have this story of a wonderful city (laughs) made
0: of blocks. That's it, that's the entire story Let me tell you the story Of my very first tea spin (laughs) (laughs) To
1: be honest I think we probably have a few Tetris anecdotes Down somewhere
0: Well yes But it would just be I beat the shit out of you at Tetris Because I'm really good at Tetris Yeah that sounds about right Constantly playing it compared to you who occasionally plays it but anyway this one actually has
1: a plot uh, everyone's square in tetris city except one person one round-faced person and it turns out that he is an unforementioned uh missing member of the royal family in fact the older brother of the princess
0: yeah so, so <laughs> there's just this sudden like random brother who was never mentioned before has apparently never been seen for two years And just in the middle of this crisis where the entire state of Videoland is about to be taken over by Mother Brain and destroyed, basically. No one has ever
1: brought up the fact that there is a missing heir to the throne.
0: Yes. And then it was pretty much acknowledged near the end of the episode, to which point the princess immediately shut him down because he's apparently too much of a klutz. So, basically... The entire episode is pointless.
1: Yeah, I mean, this uh, <laughs> this episode is about bringing up his confidence, and then just it doesn't shattering. bring up his
0: confidence. Yeah, it doesn't do a thing.
1: Um, so uh, Mother Brain's minions are trying to steal the some sort of square.
0: There's a power square. Uh, power in, a big, square. in a big, big tower, which and... this random uh, dude, who's the princess's brother, is one of the guards of. And there's a big square cubular key. Uh, cubular key. <laughs> cubular is a good word. Uh, but there's a big, big cubular key that um, you stick into a, a keyhole. And yeah, it opens, it opens it a up vault. And goes... And yeah. So they managed to steal this. Uh, they, but... No, they don't. Well, they... No, no they don't. The, the, the thing is, is you're skipping over a large amount of stuff that happens in the in the episodes. So that ends up being slightly inaccurate. What happens is they go to uh, a bar uh, for food, as guided by the king. why is there a 50s bar in this? There's just a 50s bar in it, just accept it. Um, It was the 80s. Yes, but I mean, like... It's at this point that that the, the game, that the show stops kind of going by its own rules and it made up. Because in this bar there are people who have kind of curved off faces and hair. Like made of semicircles rather than being made out of squares, like yeah. as was previously they got established. Lazy. So yeah, they kind of got lazy there. So they're not even following their own rules. Um, but the Mother Brain's minions uh, show up and start wreaking some havoc, and it all goes a bit tits up. Um, they somehow manage to successfully get a hold of the key that opens the vault, which is just inexplicably sitting on the back of this dude's who's called Lyle um just sitting on the back this dude's like back buckle belt buckle yeah clipped to it which because, isn't a very safe place to put it at all because of
1: course what you want to do with uh with guards is that when they go off duty uh they each take their own keys home
0: yeah so we've yeah, got the, the, the look... key that holds the power cube to the entire place so that you have got lots of uh, it, lots of
1: important yeah. sacred keys just hanging about the place after each guard shift yeah that's
0: Sure. It's a great idea. Um, but then I don't know, like fucking Lyle stumbles over or something, smacks into them, the key goes onto the floor, they somehow don't take the key for some reason. And oh, just a, uh, a bunch of shit happens yeah. and then eventually like, oh, they get- I lost my key and it's like, What do you mean that key over there? And it's like, Oh, it's on the floor and then the dog gets it and goes, Woof, I'm a dog. <sighs>
1: But yeah, cuts things short as I attempted to do previously. They eventually get the key. The city starts to collapse. We get the whole Tetris thing going on and Mother Brain tries to make off with it on a set of wheels because at this point they've realised that they've created a main villain who cannot do anything because she is a giant brain in a jar. Uh, and... She gets ink all over her face. Uh, Kevin grabs the thing and she despite knowing very well that she no longer has the thing continues walking through the warp gate while screaming no
0: and that's the tetris episode that's the tetris (laughs)
1: episode
0: so i uh, this show is a thing it's Above all else, obviously, a advertisement for Nintendo things. Yeah, but it's such a fucking half-assed, like, just barely researched. Yeah, thing. it's
1: an it's an advertisement for, for Nintendo products from made by people who knew nothing about Nintendo products.
0: Yeah, it's baffling. Made by a well commissioned by a animation studio, which literally simultaneously at the same time that this was being broadcast. Was doing a very well-received and like pretty much accurate Mario cartoon. Yeah, not only also was known that, as Super Show.
1: Not only was that Mario cartoon pretty much on the ball actually defined
0: a lot of the canon. And it actually had something interesting to talk about, including a wrestler doing a little jig and then almost stumbling at the end and falling over.
1: I mean, the the whole Mario and Luigi's Brooklyn Plumbers thing comes from that, and that continued to be uh, canon until they cast Charles Martinet.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, you know... how exactly
1: they... (sighs) This has... This drops the ball in so many ways...
0: The bizarre thing is is they never made any... They didn't make a Captain N the Game Master video game. Yeah. Which I would have thought would be an easy cash-in.
1: Um, Hard to say. I mean, Nintendo might not own the Captain N character.
0: Oh, it didn't have to be owned by Nintendo. Deke would have to just, like, hey, video game company, make us a Captain N game. Well, that's true. And it probably would have been LGN, considering... Ooh, kind of I'll tell
1: you exactly why they couldn't make it. Because they'd need content from Konami. They'd need content ah. from...
0: Capcom. Capcom. And such. Yeah, okay, fair point. Hudson as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair.
1: But no, this this thing.
0: What did you make of it? Um it was a incredibly hyperactive and overwhelming mess that barely made any sense, was barely researched, and had approximately one good character in it, and it wasn't even the dog. Because the dog didn't even have a prominent part in it, so what was even the fucking point? Even the dog was off-model. The dog was off-model, yeah.
1: And they, ah, it just says everything when the dog in your live-action introduction and the dog in your gay game, in your series itself, are a different breed... I mean, yeah, okay, you made the live-action dog look a bit more like the uh, cartoon dog by applying boot polish around its eye. <laughs> but you could have gotten the same breed. They just didn't care. No, it's... And that's what permeates through this entire
0: thing. just an incredibly half-assed And it lasted thing. for three seasons. Somehow.
1: And was only cancelled because NBC stopped uh, doing Saturday morning television. So, so what we're, yeah. So what would you do with 2018? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Brawl. It's just Brawl. Uh, Oh yeah, Smash Brothers is
1: the obvious thing. Um, But, I mean, if we were going to recast, if we were going to change the cast of characters,
0: obviously... Eggplant Wizard stays. Eggplant Wizard stays. Because he's just so goofy and a random pick that he somehow works in this mess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's... Perhaps getting him a bit more on model, but at the same time, I kind of like the off modelness of I, it. I do very much like, I mean, um. You... I mean, he looks fucking disgusting, but it fits in with the character. And the whole bad guy is not looking particularly great. But, I mean, with the
1: heroes, um. You, say you still got Kevin.
0: Eggplant Wizard is the hero. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look at him go. I would. Uh, tell you what, I would totally watch a Captain N series which had a halfway th- mid through the series heel face turn for Eggplant
0: wizard that would be pretty sweet he seems like the character who would have a heel face yeah, turn as completely. well completely
1: he is the toru of the uh <laughs> the, the villains yeah obviously at this point you wouldn't be able to use simon belmont no because nobody knows who simon belmont is alucard Konami is... get
0: alucard in i
1: mean it'd make for a very different uh
0: I would totally be and up for Alucard. Alucard, an eggplant wizard, saving here's, the world. Here's the
1: thing Alucard, you could totally see the vanity thing with.
0: Yes. Because he is it a. It would fit right into Belmont's He is position. a
1: Bishonen anime pretty boy. Mm. Um. Mega Man, would you still go with Mega Man no, at this point? No. Can we replace it with Kirby?
0: They had their own anime. Kirby has. Yeah, right Kirby back does at have. You, and right back at you is its entire different kettle kind of fish. <laughs> I would love to talk about Right Back At You, but that is a 4Kids thing, unfortunately.
1: I suppose you could put Sonic in, actually. I mean, he does have his own series, but Sonic will appear in anything if you pay uh, Sega. At
0: this point, yes, he would, but... Can we get Bubsy in? I mean, Bubsy's more relevant than some of these characters. Yeah, that's the, that's kind of the thing. But... Bubsy is definitely more relevant than Pitt is at the moment yeah, but I'm... the problem is is that what we're doing is we're creating just a more generalized video game show featuring everyone from any franchise ever, rather than continuing the legacy of specifically Nintendo things. Well
1: these I mean obviously they need to be things that are on Nintendo platforms, which completely rules Castlevania out because Castlevania hasn't been on a Nintendo platform in the last 20
0: years. Oh shit, so that means Sonic totally counts then. Sonic does totally count. Because Mania Enforces is on the Switch. Shit. Fuck. Can we get the Beetle from Thumper? (laughs) (laughs) Can we ride the Beetle from Thumper around to the different video game zones? I don't know, but if there was Can that be their spaceship? I'm I'm sorry, but... (gasps) No, 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 no. Thumper World. No, fuck Thumper (laughs) Worlds. Because that would mean they would have to face up against Crackhead, and that's a bad idea. That's going to be bad for everyone. That's true. (laughs) What if... Like the beetle and the winding paths and turns and stuff is how they get around everywhere. That so they get into into the into into the the giant beetle and the beetle swoops around this space track. The the turns wouldn't be so fucking hard. (laughs) It's a bit of a fucking bumpy ride. It'd be very
1: dynamic. (laughs) It'd be very late '90s CGI uh,
0: transitions. What it would be, no. I think whatever it would be like... Well, I mean, it's you would continue the warmth zone thing, but you yeah. would go along the trap, the track and speed along it, and then there would be a big portal that you go through. And it would go... And it was kind of like all trippy lights, and it turns into oblivious for a split second. <laughs> okay. Get the fried eggs!
1: Okay, 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 I've got it. Whilst okay. you don't have Mario in, okay, obviously, because... Too you, easy. Well, if you've got Mario in... Put Yoshi in. If you've got Mario in... What's the point
0: in, in Captain M? Can we have Plessy? Can we have Plessy? No, I've got the perfect what one. What about Plessy? Plessy's a friend. Captain Toad. Oh <laughs> yes, because he is actually he's quite good actually, as a
1: sidekick.
0: <laughs> no, Protag. That's true. A Captain Toad uh, cartoon could actually theoretically work. So basically... So long as you have a different voice for the Toads. (laughs) This is a very core and integral part. You need to have a different Toad voice, especially for the cartoon. Don't... 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 (laughs) Okay... Let's not do Toad.
1: Okay, okay. No, I, I think we could be talking about this forever, and this is more... This could
0: easily be a separate podcast. I mean, let's face it, this
1: is more of a story break than a... Yes, it is. A deep geeks
0: at this point. We're just remaking... <laughs> hey, sudden podcast recommendation, go listen to Story Break. It's really fucking good. I think but... I'm going to recommend
1: Captain N to Story Break. <laughs> Remake Captain N.
0: Oh, God, Yes. I because would there, to hear there is that. so
1: much material to do with that.
0: Yes, I would love to. I would love to. Just remaking Deke shows would be interesting. Anyway.
1: Um, so, uh, I guess we didn't rate this too highly, but we had some fun with it.
0: Uh, well, discussion wise, yes. <laughs> but watching it, no. It's, it's a bit too overwhelming. It's a bit too much of a mess. Right. Oof. So, oh no, I knew ranking list which we reordered. Uh, yes. uh, if you
1: didn't uh didn't listen, if you to... didn't listen well done you. Yeah. Um, if you missed it, then we re ranked everything.
0: And you can check out the brand new refreshed ranking list on our website, musicalcobbles.com. Click on the podcasts button on the sidebar, click on Degeeks. Uh somewhere in the middle of the description there is a little hot link that will take you to the official ranking boards where I have updated it there well done anyway so we have the new ranking where the fuck are we putting this trash heap okay so we need to i'm thinking it's gonna to have to be in the bottom 10 somewhere because, i'm not sure i, uh, not no, sure I no no okay, you it's may bottom be right. 10 it's bottom the thing 10 is sure. this
1: as crap as it was uh it's possibly a little more entertaining than the super
0: show really i i was gonna say that it's actually worse than the super show
1: I mean, it's more watchable than Super Show. Is it? Uh, <laughs> kind of, but I, I, I mean, suppose. it's the same area.
0: Yeah, that's kind of the problem with it. Um, it's most definitely not better than Carmen Sandiego.
1: Uh, and it's most, de- most definitely not worse than Dinosaurs.
0: <sighs> Which means, well, yeah, so that's basically... We've just reformatted the phrase... It's both, yeah. we're both above or below Super Show. It's definitely
1: above or below Super Show, so... <laughs>
0: I don't think it's good enough to go above it, but at the same it time... It does have
1: worse live action, worse use of live action.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't use live action. Well, no. It has one clip, yeah. and that's it. Um, So, judging it as a cartoon... Mm. Okay, I'm going to say the cartoon of Captain N is actually more fun than Super Show because just seeing the kind of bonkers half-researched, half-arsed thing they come up with is real good.
1: It's somehow both more coherent and completely incoherent. I can't edit it. I
0: can't draw on it. It's and
1: I, the episodes are less boring, but they make less sense. But I think it's like I I think I would rather watch more Captain N than I would Super Show. Yes, which is the easiest way of doing it.
0: Okie dokie then. So that's in at uh, number eleven, Super Show.
1: Wait, Ab- hang, about. Above Super Show? Wait, hang
0: about, hang about, hang about, hang about, hang about. I need to work it out. Hang about. How is this going? Uh, down. No, number twelve. Right. Sorry. Well numbers are hard and it's late. And I have literally a picture of the re ranks list because we recorded this before I like rewrote the list. Great. So yeah, in a number twelve, we have Captain Ann, the game master. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh god thank you for listening to this fucking tire fire um uh, if you somehow enjoyed this episode (laughs) then go ahead and do a little subscribe to us if you're not already on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music or on our RSS feed we're not on Stitcher not going to be ever fuck you Um, Uh, maybe soon use your podcast app you're good okay Oh, God, what else? Um, go to our website, mostofcobbles.com. That's mostofcobbles.com. We occasionally post things there, and it's nice. Uh, you can also see our other podcasts. Uh, we're still brewing up the second podcast as we speak. We need to figure it the fuck out, but it's getting there, hopefully.